This is Grant Ferking, host of the Invest in You podcast by On3 Sports. As a president of NILU, we are here to give student athletes tips and advice they need to succeed both on and off the field. We see NIL as an opportunity to expedite both life and business skills by five to 10 years. We thank you again for following along as we help athletes navigate the new frontier of name, image, and likeness. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of Invest in You, presented by On3 Sports. I am Grant Ferking, your host and president of NILU. So excited today to be joined by two people you are probably very familiar with, played uh, football, actually, in the Big 12 a couple years back. Bryce Petty for the Baylor Bears and Trevor Knight for the Oklahoma Sooners and also Texas A&M Aggies. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having Yeah, yeah, this is great. Good good company here with Trevor and yourself. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. We're sporting our colors and everything, man. This is like (laughs) perfectly. I love it. You know, I was was just talking to you guys before we hopped on, but it, it really is surreal that like seven or eight years ago, I was much younger and watching Baylor and Oklahoma play against each other. My brother, who great friends with Bryce, lived together, um, still great friends, watching the Baylor Bears beat up on the Sooners in Norman is one of the last time I saw both of you guys in person. Trevor, n- never have met you at that point, still have it in person. And Bryce, you know, our, our family relationship going way back, but um, right. it's kind of surreal being back here. So, you know, just, just wanted to kind of, you know, talk to you guys on a variety of things on this show. Um, but first, starting with you, Bryce, and then and Trevor, you can add on to it. Wanted you guys to talk about your recruiting process, getting to college, and just talk about different, you know, words of advice you have. You know, our audience is composed of high school recruits, you know, looking to take their game to the next level. It's composed of college athletes looking to make themselves the most marketable version of possible within the NIL landscape now. And also it's made up of a lot of college athletes that maybe they're not planning to go professionally and they're just trying to make themselves the most professional and marketable person as possible to go out and find a job after. So just, just, I want you guys to touch on your recruiting process, tips, advice um, that you would give to someone going through the recruiting process now and how it played out for you guys um, and and kind of where you guys ended up. Yeah. So, you know, actually, interestingly enough, you know, just on the, the, you know, platform that you created here, Grant, I was actually committed to Tennessee out of high school, um, you know, which is probably a little bit of Homer status there for you, but um, you know, the, and it, Trevor probably has a a much better story being for, what were you Trevor Ford half where you, do they have half a stars? Then it was half, four and a half. half. A, I was I was just a half a star. Yeah, that's what I. Well, anyway, that <laughs> well, that was, was actually that was, was actually me. Star. I had to. My mom actually had to pay, uh, you know, rivals to get half a star for me. So, um, yeah, man, it was you know being a being a three star cat. You know, it was a, it was a lot of football camps, and and that's what was interesting because I think that's kind of when I had the first, um, you know, kind of introduction into the landscape of what you know, especially for for us, you know, Trevor and I being quarterbacks. Um, there's, there's a certain fraternity there that, that you kind of grow up with, you know, you get to see these guys, um, hear about them, get to see them during camps. Um, and so there's kind of this, uh, you're always kind of comparing, you know, what, what your game is to theirs and they've got this offer and you don't, they've got this star and you don't. So, 
Um, you know, interestingly enough, man, it's, it's, you know, really it's not about the recruiting process, the duration of the recruiting process. To me, I always loved it. It's really what you do when you get there. And I think that's really when, you know, your journey starts. So, um, you know, for, for me in terms of a, advice and tips and tricks, man, enjoy that process. Cause it's, it's great. It's great to be courted. Um, it's kind of, you know, going back to the flirty stages of high school, you know, prom dates, whatever else it's, it's nice to have, you know, coach text you, tweet you, um, you know, we didn't have the whole Twitter Instagram thing when I was going up, but um, you know, at the same time that that courting process is meant to be fun, you know, it's meant to be fun, but then, you know, the, the tips that I would say is just prioritize what that is, you know, because at the same time, have fun, but understand and grant you made a good point because there's a professionalism and a business standpoint to it as well. Um, where you're marketed, there's going to be certain values to a school, a program that, you know, you do have to take a very professional stance on. And so that would just kind of be my advice is one, have fun with it, but two, also prioritize kind of what your values are um, in terms of that recruiting and then what that life looks like in the next four years. And then especially on this side being out, you know, shoot, man, I'm 30 now, but you know, what life looks like after. If you're going to be an NFL athlete, great. If you're not, where does that set you up in business? You know, is that where you kind of want to make your homestead? Alumni play a huge part in in the world of sports and athletics, especially now in this NIL. So um, I think it, it just sets up kids to, to really um, excel post sports, um, just, just kind of being in that environment and that network. So anyway, sorry, sorry, Trevor, if I took a, a whole lot of time there, but uh, I think that's a, a great question. So Trevor on to you, buddy. Yeah, no, that's a lot of great advice there. And I'll echo some of that. Um, my recruiting process, a little bit different than Bryce's. Um, I was a four star, so I got it by a star, although he got a couple of big 12 championships as did I, but uh, it ended up even now. Right. Uh, but I ended up, you know, getting a lot more offers than I ever thought I would. Um, you know, I was just that kid growing up. And I think this is my first piece of advice that just wanted to be better than everyone else. So I worked harder and, and I had more fun than everybody else. Um, there's no magic formula to it. I think as I've lived through life in these different stages of playing youth sports to uh, high school to college, now on the back end of it, having the chance to go and fulfill my dream, play both college football and in the NFL for a little while. And now in the business world, nothing's ever handed to you. Right. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times these guys, just because they get on the field um, and they're fast or their coach pats them on the back or they score a couple touchdowns, they feel like they are entitled to go and, and be the guy at the next level. And that's just not true. Um, yes. Camps are very important because it gets you out there. Uh, the coaches can see you now, like Bryce mentioned, we didn't have it back in the day, but Social media is a, is a huge part of, of kind of getting out there and being in front of these coaching staffs from an, from an early age. But at the end of the day, if, if you want to be good at something and it's for you, you work harder than everybody else at it and you have a lot more fun than everybody else. So that's what I tried to do. Um, ended up getting the opportunity to go up and, and play at Oklahoma. Uh, had no shot to start as a, as a redshirt freshman and, uh, and continue to just work as hard as I could and had that opportunity. Now, my story, very different than Bryce's, he worked his way for a long time and then, you know, got his opportunity and made the most of it. Um, I feel like I made the most of mine, but mine was a lot more kind of up and down, right? Um, just battling injuries and, you know, back and forth, starter, not starter, had to transfer because uh, I got beat out. But 
one thing just led true, you know, work hard, have fun and, and everything else is going to work out. So another piece of advice I'll have going back to kind of the recruiting side is um, if you want to go play at the next level, you got to kind of put your childhood behind you. And I hate to say that, but as we go through time, kids are starting to have to grow up a lot earlier. Right. Um, if it, from a social media standpoint, specifically, I mean, guys, you can't put anything out there that's going to put you at risk because those coaches start following kids now in eighth grade, right? I mean, it's absolutely nuts. It never leaves you. Yeah, I mean, you, we just saw it, unfortunately, with John Gruden. Um, something that happened 10 years ago is now coming back, and he's no longer the head coach of the, of, of the Raiders uh, because of something that he said that was, that was silly, and, and that was in an email. Social media is out there. It's public. It'll come back to haunt you. So putting your best forward now, foot forward now, and being a pro – um, is absolutely a, a big, big thing. And, and last piece that kind of ties all this together, something my dad told me when I was little, um, and, it, and it holds true today, even in the business world, is somebody's always watching. Um, so make sure you're putting your best foot forward, not only as an athlete, um, not only as a business person, but as a husband, a father, whatever that, that title is uh, that you have in front of your name. Just remember somebody's always watching. So you, as they always say, you want to leave that jersey better than you found it. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and Trevor, you really just hit on two points that lead us into what I was going to bring up next. And one was adversity and two was nothing's given, everything's earned. You guys both playing the quarterback position were in the spotlight and the, the true definition of leaders on your respective teams for multiple years. I wanted you guys to just talk about the importance of living right, doing right, the process habits and how you're always under a microscope, whether you're the quarterback, whether you're a receiver, whether you're a, a linebacker, when you're playing ball at a high level, there is all sorts of people that are a either looking up for you, B media that's always examining you and reporting on you. Uh, just talk about how important that is and how coming from high school, being the, the, the best person to walk the halls, the high school hero every Friday night to then getting on a college campus and it's a level playing field. Everyone that got there is on scholarship or, you know, was the best at their high school level, but then you come to college and it's a level playing field. You have to have an advantage in a certain way. Just talk about how you find your advantage, whether it's on the field, off the field, in the community, you know, going in and getting extra film, just talk about the process and how you live your life in college and how that translates to what happens on the field. And then how that transpires down the road when you're done playing. Go ahead, Bryce. Oh, sweet. Uh, that was very nice of you, Trevor, by the way. Um, no, Grant, I think, I think it's a great question because, and, and I think Trevor actually hit on it, you know, kind of in his, uh, you know, really good answer to your first question, but Maturity is something that I would also put in that category that's that, you know, is learned through experience. Right. It's it's something that that everybody kind of has to go through. And, and a lot of times um, your your background uh, can mature you a little bit faster. Some guys and, and probably most women listening to this podcast would understand that, you know, we don't mature till we're about 40. Uh, which is true at the same time as well. But um, look, social media, your brand, professionalism in college sports, um, especially with NIL, now that you're bringing businesses into um, the locker room as an 18-year-old kid, you're expected to be um, a, a certain brand. You're, you're expected to, to operate at a certain level, not only on the field, but off the field that exudes 
um, a certain personality trait or characteristic of that business. And so guys are having to grow up at a very, very young age. And, and honestly, Grant, something that we talked about, you know, um, earlier in the week, but, you know, Quinn Ewers at, at Southlake, I mean, the kids, you know, 17 years old going to college, hadn't even stepped on the field yet. Um, and has an NIL deal that's that's worth over a million bucks. I mean, th there's a lot of, you know, it's kind of that Superman quote, right? What, you know, to a lot is given, much is respected, or that's actually not true at all. What is, what's the quote? To, mm. to much is given. To much whom is, much is given, much is expected. Boom. That's why we're partners right there, Trevor. That's that's all. That's okay. I had ice cream, a uh, few glasses of tequila, so it's fine. I'm not in that space. But anyways, all that being said, I still think that that's a very relevant quote because, um, again, not everybody has that opportunity as an 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old, you know, where most guys are have the opportunity to skip class. Most guys have the opportunity to, you know, do the, do the frat thing, the sorority thing, whatever their like deal is in college as a college football player, baseball, basketball, what have you. Um, again, you're expected to, to operate at a very high level on and off the field. And so that professionalism um, doesn't ever leave. And, and especially with this NIL that we're seeing now, it's, it's just coming to you at a much sooner age. So, um, you know, your ability to, to take that and run with it, is really what's going to to help you excel off the field when the day is done that that you know you put your cleats up all that does is just kind of prepare you for that moment and so um i don't know if that necessarily answers your question that was just kind of off the cuff the, the emotional response to that but i think that it's it is a great question because there's a lot that kind of goes into um an athlete that that again whether or not you're ready for it um or not hey here it is and and this is what's expected of you trevor do you have anything to add yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Um, you know, you talked about it being eight years ago since Bryce and I played. And golly, that just that shows our age a little bit. With that being said, a lot of things have changed. Um, these guys are making money now and, and marketing themselves. When I got to Oklahoma, we weren't allowed to have certain food in our locker room. So there literally was like I know they were way stale and, and, and past the expiration date of like, uh, there was a little box of like breakfast bars and a couple bananas. And that's like all we had access to. Then they put a couple more things in there, but there was an NCAA rule that whatever was in there could not be combined to appear as a full meal. So like- uh, The good old NCAA. Toast, yeah. But you couldn't put like peanut butter on the toast and slap it. <laughs> I mean, this stuff was crazy. Now these guys yeah. have hot pockets and they're making six figures and all this stuff. So times have changed, but as Bryce mentioned, um, with that becomes uh, comes a lot of, a lot more responsibility to be a professional. Um, to be successful, I think in college, both when we were playing and now, I mean, foundationally, it's still the same, right? Pay attention to the details. The details will get you through. Um, you know, the, wake up, go to workouts, do the best you can. Um, show up on time, go to class, work hard, like all these things. I know it's tough day in and day out. You get in monotony of things and it's hard to replicate day after day. Um, even though you're living your dream, right? There's days you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go to practice. I don't want to go to class. But if you can instill in your brain the habits and overcome that kind of ceiling within inside your, you know, your six inches here um, to just continue to push forward on those days that you don't want to, uh, and focus on those little things, you will be successful. And then every, everybody's different, right? Um, some people are, are goal makers and they got to write it down and they got to check those things off or read them through every day. Other people are meditation types, right? I mean, whatever it is that gets you in that headspace, 
uh, that would be, I guess, a little piece of advice. Um, and then one other thing that, that is a little unrelated to that, but is talking about important to the details. Bryce mentioned it in, in the beginning. One day, whether you go play in the NFL for a long time or you don't go play in the NFL at all, you're going to have life after football or after sports, right? One thing that I regret the most about going to two big time schools, and I did an okay job of it, not a great job, was not going and shaking the hand and getting the business card and writing down the name of every single donor that we got to have contact with. Because I'm now going and trying to figure out, did I meet that person? Did I not? But they can help me in my day to day, right? And even if they can't help me directly, they know somebody that can help me. So if you have the opportunity, guys, to go play college athletics, go shake the hands, sit down for coffee, um, you know, get the business card of all these different donors because you will have an opportunity to, to call on their expertise at some point in your professional career. Trevor, that is spot on. You don't know how many times that, you know, in my position group room here at Tennessee, another big school, a lot of donors, huge network that uh, I've told, whether it's teammates, whether it's friends, whether it's guys that have graduated from here, that it's not even just the, the donors and the alumni that come through and talk to the team or might come and talk to your class, but the amount of people that you touch football and touch the student athletes on a day-to-day basis, whether it's academic advisors, whether it's nutritionists or strength and conditioning coaches or the GA that you think isn't worth anything, the amount of people that those people know and are going to ask about you someday, whether it's a professional scout coming in, whether it's you looking for a job someday and you need their help because of who they know. I think so many guys get caught up in, you know, I'm the player I'm here. These coaches are here trying to make me better so I can go to the league and make my money. But what I think a lot of them lose track of is the vast majority the league is not going to work out long-term and pay for the rest of your life at someday you're going to need that degree and you're going to need to go get a job. And some of the most valuable people to help you do that are sitting right next to you and would go to bat any day of the week for you. If you put in the effort to go and ask them and form a relationship and just network with them. Did you guys find that to be something that is extremely valuable after the fact that you guys have been out, you know, have done the NFL and now are in the professional world now? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first on this one, Bryce. I'll offer myself up for that. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's incredibly invaluable. Um, my goodness, like I said, the, the amount of times that I am looking through lists and, and, and networking in Dallas where I live and, and even around the country for Oklahoma Sooners and Texas A&M Aggie graduates and those types of things is unbelievable. You have the opportunity to tap into a network with name recognition, right? to give yourself a foot forward. Like this life is all about finding a way to just be that much better than the person next to you. And if you can get that leg up, especially as a young professional, right? I mean, it's like being a freshman again. You built up your whole life learning a skill. You were one of the best at it in the country, right? You're playing at college football, college sports, whatever it is. And then you go into the business world and you're just like the guy that got to do all the internships right next to you and you're going up against him in, in, in that new job and you've got to find a way to differentiate yourself. And it doesn't apply to every vocation, right? Some don't. I was, I was in consulting right when I got done playing ball 
And so I was a LinkedIn fool. Every single person that was an OU or an A&M grad, I'm adding them, connecting, sending them a message, asking for coffee, calling up every donor that I ever shook hands with, asking them for advice. And that's, that's another piece of advice. These people that have been wildly successful that you get to be around right now, they want to share their story. They were in your shoes at one point as a young person, and they want to help you eliminate some of those speed bumps in the road. So don't be afraid to ask them either. And I'll be quiet there because I know Bryce probably got some good stuff to say, but it is incredibly invaluable. No, I, I love it. I, I mean, dude, all I'd, I'd like to just say is retweet. I mean, that, that, that'll preach when you, when you get on this side and that's, and that's a hard thing, right? Because, you know, Grant, what you guys are doing um, and, and this invest in you is, is such a unique thing. Just like we were talking about with the maturity, it's going to take the right person to really understand and grasp this now, because mm. the idea is that everybody feels like they're going to play ball. The reality is they're not. And that's harsh. And I, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to say that or come across in that way of like, look, dream, dream big, go for that, go for, go to, go to play ball. But, but all we're saying, and I think what Trevor, you know, hit on, which is, which is so valuable, especially the question that, that, that you tossed up is you have to also have your peripherals open to know what is around you. Understand that, that what ball gives you is so much greater than just cleats and shoulder pads, because there is, there is a, a and, and Trevor kind of alluded to it, that there's an internship that's inevitably going to come that you're going to be just another guy. But the idea is that when you get into that room, there is something that just tears a curtain down when you say, yeah, I played ball at University of Tennessee or, yeah, I played ball at, at Eastern Carolina, because there, there is no better conversation started than be like, oh, my gosh, man, I, I played high school ball. What, what, what was it like? Everybody loves to talk about sports to some degree. Um, and, and then secondly, to that point, the idea that you can create conversation and, and a lasting relationship that makes you different that's that's what's going to separate that just another guy from man that was grant the guy that played at, at university of tennessee that was in this room that's what's going to make him go home and be like that was memorable right so um i i loved networking um honestly the the reason that i kind of gave up football was because i loved it so much i i found purpose that wasn't just you know on a football field for me and i think i i, I said that in, in college with more of like a faith aspect that, you know, I was way more than a football player. Um, but really what was interesting about that in terms of finding my purpose outside of ball was understanding that, yes, I am way more than a football player. I am way more than, you know, Bryce, the, you know, LinkedIn or whatever, still man of faith. But at the end of the day too, you have so much to offer in business. The things that we learned in a locker room, on a practice field, on the game field are things that people do not have tangible experience with in the business world. And so that's what sets, you know, being able to, to really start day one apart from anybody else. Those, those tangible things that you learn on a football field go far beyond the football field. It just takes you sometimes a, a while to, to, to kind of grasp that and understand it. But um, I think it's a great, it, it is completely invaluable, like, like Trevor said, to be able to network, understand the room that you're in, but also um, to have the respect factor to ask them, hey, what is your advice? People love to talk about themselves. That's the whole thing about it. So if you just offer up on a silver platter that question and, and honestly be willing to listen, that's, it. That's, that's something in our society today that, that just not many people understand is just the willingness to listen and take notes 
um, I think sets you far and far and apart uh, more than, you know, anybody else in the internship. Right. That's, that's such great advice. And and I want to get y'all's take on, on NIL briefly here in just a second, but you guys brought up a, a point that I think college football players, especially, but it, 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 it is perfectly relatable to go into the NBA or the MLB, whatever you want to do and take to the professional level, especially in sports. Both of you guys spent time in the NFL professionally. How important is it in this time in your life with all the resources around you to really take advantage of the people that are there to help you in the sense of guys telling you to go work out, people telling you to go eat. I mean, literally saying, Hey, you got to go eat your dinner is about to close in an hour. Like, like go get your food. It, it's free. It's, it's for you. It's, it's nutrition. Like it's, it's there for you. Like at no other time in your life, especially when you're in the league and you have to do those things, have your competitive edge. Like I see so many guys that just throw that opportunity away, but then go and are the first to raise their hand when they say they're going to the league or, you know, they got to go, you know, fulfill their dreams and go help mama out and, and put food on the table but they don't want to live right now. You guys saw it firsthand that the, the second you don't make the most of your opportunity or you throw it away or you're not in the playbook and your opportunity comes and you don't know what to do, you're sent home. Like at the next level, professionally, there aren't games played. It, that's what we're always told, you know, fortunately here at Tennessee, and I'm sure they do at every other school. Is that reality of, of what it's like at the next level? 100% that's what it's like, Right. Let's just be honest with ourselves for a second, right? I mean, we watch football on Sundays, Monday night, Thursday night, and there's a handful of guys on that screen that are actually setting themselves up for life, right? It's like the Tom Brady's of the world set for life. Some guy, I mean, think about it. You're 22 to, to 30 years old if you have a career that long. Let's say you make 10 million bucks. Yeah, you can probably live comfortably for the rest of your life, right? But a lot of guys, a million bucks, two million bucks, great money, great fat foundation. But what are they going to do for the next 40, 50 years, right? The guy that comes out and is tenacious and goes and he's going to pass you up halfway through, right? He's going to go make a lot more money than you did in, in the league. So let's just be honest with ourselves and, and realize that on all the teams that we played with, maybe five people in that four-year period are actually going to go and play and make lifelong money. So you've got to have a plan on the back end of it. You've got to be able to instill these things, set yourself up foundationally and realize, hey, when I leave here, everything's not going to be planned out for me. Everything's not going to be served to me on a silver platter. I need to make the most of that now and the extra time that I have I need to be networking and, and, and starting a podcast and, and these types of things, right? Because you, you're, you're, you're given everything on a silver platter. When you get out, nobody cares anymore. It's a step up because of your name recognition, all those things that Bryce told you. But at the end of the day, you've got to apply the hard work, the mentality, all those things to what you're doing now, or else you're just going to be another guy, right? Mm. 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 Yeah, that's harsh, harsh reality, but it's so true. And the only thing that I would expand on on that is, you know, to to Trevor's point, um, who you are today is who you're going to be next, like tomorrow, right? I mean, and you can go down the road of that, but the the idea is is just because you want to be in the league doesn't mean that you're going to change 
um, you know, uh, who, who you are essentially in that world. And so the, those, those small little details and, and Trevor kind of mentioned it before, but the habits that you're creating right now are the same exact habits that you're going to be either in the league, out of the league as a husband, as a father, grandfather, businessman, whoever. And so, you know, the, the idea of, especially, and this is why I love college too, because you're out of the nest, right? You don't have mom and dad there anymore. Um, and you're, you're truly finding out who you are as, as a man. And, and that's why I absolutely love, because it's so impressionable on you. Um, you know, we are, we live in a, in a world, um, you know, within our locker room, that's, that's very, um, I, I wouldn't say sheltered by any means, but there's not people, you know, that, that are on campus going, Hey, make sure you go get your breakfast before nine o'clock before it closes. That just doesn't happen. And so those life skills that people just think that are out there, um, you know, as an athlete are, are not. And, and so when you get to that next level and, and you do, you know, and if, if you're blessed enough to be drafted, um, or, or, or make it on a team, um, it's on you. It's on you for your success. It's on you for your failure. Life will throw either one at you. And, and you have to be able to, to understand one, who you are in a character standpoint that says, look, I've, I've already been through this because I've been doing this every day. I know who I am, um, again, as, uh, as a person, as a husband, as a father, and, 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 you know, as a person in business, if it's not playing ball. So all those, all those little things are built right now when you're 18, 19, 20 years old to then propel you into your, you know, your future, you know, ball or not. Guys, as we wrap up, wanted to give you guys both just an opportunity to provide a word of advice um, to all athletes watching this show about NIL, how you set yourself up for success to succeed on the field, but also as professionals now that we're both athletes, just any advice you'd give them on how you guys would have handled NIL in an effective, professional, and reasonable manner when you guys were playing to not let it interfere with who you guys are representing as the institution and your personal brand. The money getting out of college, um, but even more so than that, it, it gives you the ability to give yourself a foundation of marketability, number one. Um, and, and also just extending your brand. And I'll say this, this is my piece of advice, so I don't get long-winded. Um, make sure that you're not going out there and just fishing for deals day in and day out. Mm. Handle your business on the field, in the classroom, in the community, um, and, and those things will come to you, right? Marketability sometimes, yes, is an offensive move where you're having to reach out but at some point, because of who you are and the brand that you've created, it almost becomes a defensive position where you're getting to pick and choose exactly what you want. Deflect this one here. I'll take that one because you're so marketable. Some of you guys may never get there. Take what you can get when you can get it, but just make sure you're doing it the right way because hard work, being a good person in the community, and then putting a good um, – a, a, a good performance on the field is going to market you way more than digging into DNs or anything like that. Mm, that's good, dude. Trevor, you're throwing out some nuggets today, man. I, I thought honestly coming into this show that I would be the one with most of, you know, the majority of the good advice, but this uh, is kind of known just for being a greedy. Horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, look again. I mean, I I would retweet, I would retweet that or quote tweet that, I guess, and and just say that. Look, 
this thing's a blessing, man. And, and, and what's crazy about it is as fast as it, you know, gets here for you is as fast as it leaves. Um, you know, we had, you know, coach Bowles of the jets always told us that the shield's been here before you were here and it's going to be here after, you know, you're here. And so, you know, the idea behind that is just that, look, respect it, cherish it, um, but cherish it as an opportunity and a vehicle to, to get all of it, um, you know, all of its worth that you can um, in a respectable way. And so, you know, Grant, you kind of hit on it. There's two names that are on the jersey, right? It's the institution, it's the name on your back. And so as you go and represent those every Saturday, that's what you're there for. You're not there to get an NIL deal. That is a byproduct of you being recruited, um, which naturally everybody wants to get to the highest level, which is, you know, the NFL or Major League Baseball or NBA, whatever, whatever sport you're in. Um, you know, but at, but at the end of the day, you're, you're there to represent two names. And, and that brand is something uh, that should mean something to you. Um, and, and so with every decision that's made, uh, whether that be, you know, again, Tuesday morning while you're eating or, or Saturday night after the game, um, mm. understand that that does not, you know, just go away because you're an athlete. Um, and so, you know, the, the other piece, though, that, that you kind of hit on as well um, is just to, just to enjoy it. You know, the, the advice there is just just to enjoy it, just to, to, to take, you know, sport as it is not, you know, not too high, not too low, because you get a couple NIL deals does not mean you're the coolest dude in the locker room. And because you don't get any NIL deals doesn't mean that you're, you're not a, uh, you know, productive to the team. Um, and, and so with all that being said, life, life is going to, um, or you, rather you're going to benefit in life because of, you know, what you do from 19, 20, 21 years old. And you can also, you know, have a detriment in what you do at 19, 20, 21 years old. So um, life made you grow up early. That's okay. Grow up, grow up early, enjoy it. Um, and, and just, again, the, just the fruits of the fruits of life. Um, take that as it is as a blessing and don't get, you know, the big head because you got some money in your pocket at, at 18 because you play a sport. So that'd be what that's awesome. Well, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure about time to go start prepping for a, a little game we have this weekend. Bryce, I know you're, <laughs> you're a little familiar with who's coming to town this weekend. Yeah, that's it, buddy. Mr. Mr. Lane Kiffin, you could have been up here right. yep, celebrating yep. as an alumni. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Coach, coach Lev coaching the offense with Kiffin. Um, yeah. I'm pulling for the Vols though. So Heck go yeah. get him this week. Yeah. Hey, I do me it. a favor. Give, give coach hype a hug for me. Um, coach hype was, was the guy that got me to come to Oklahoma, coached me up for three years, gave me an opportunity to, uh, to be in the position that I'm sitting in right now. So <laughs> love that guy. Uh, he's what an awesome, guy. what an awesome coach. He is just I've loved every second playing for him in this first year he's been there. So I sure will. I'll let him know tomorrow. Sweet. Thanks <laughs> for having us on. Thanks. Yeah, thank y'all. Guys, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to the Invest in You podcast by On3 Sports. We look forward to our new episode releasing next week. In the meantime, follow along with us on social media at On3NILU on Twitter and Instagram.